Welcome to Rooster Radio. I'm Andrew Montesi with James Begley. You should know us by now, Rooster Radio. We've got an enormous following. We've just cracked 3,000 listens, um, which is... Which is massive. I think we did actually say we weren't going to reveal our stats, but I've just gone and done it there. Um, look, it's going really well. What's where, where are we at in terms of who we are and what we do as Rooster Radio? Are we still sticking with just people having a crack? I think it's interesting people with interesting stories having a crack. Um, with a business focus, leadership, marketing, and... Uh, I forget the last one. Yeah, I don't know. I like that we keep it broad mm. because... And we keep changing it. We I do think, keep I changing it. that's appropriate. Absolutely. Look, I think that's probably the best time to introduce our next guest, James. So go for it. Uh, interestingly enough, our next guest was born in Sweden. And his name is Chris Massey. And it's Chris with a K. Um, Chris initially applied his trade in the AFL with the Carlton Football Club and the Adelaide Football Club. Um, and really, it was in the Adelaide Football Club where he really established his AFL career. He played 131 games in, uh, in ten, 10 years, I believe, or 11? No, 11. 11. 11. 11. I always get that a bit So if confused. you worked out that average, that's around 10, 11 games per year. So that says something, doesn't it? Well, I played 61 in seven years, so I didn't even crack 10 so a year. That's why we resonate with that <laughs> And I played zero. Um, however, the real reason why I think we're really looking forward to having Chris on Rooster Radio is he's gone on to do some amazing work with his, his business, uh, Chi PT. And, don't, um, don't call it Chai, because no, it got, re- got really sure. awkward before we hit record when Chris got a bit defensive he when did. James called it Chai. He did, and we've actually had 15 and a half minutes of just chatting prior to this. So Purely about that. Just <laughs> that, that one topic. Um, so, look, we're, I can't wait to find out a little bit more about Chris. Um, he's a really uh, outstanding character. He's got great energy. And I want to know why and how he maintains that. And so I'm going to begin my first question, Chris, mm. with does life begin once you finish playing football? Wow. Mm. Wow. Oh. What, a, what a corker for Shit. question one. No, no, get in the ring. <laughs> get back here. Um, I often refer, I think this sums it up, as another life. So when I refer, I in truth feel a little bit uncomfortable talking about the past because it is that, mate. Um, so that's straight to the chase in that, um, as you know, the fishbowl of Adelaide in truth can be um, quite, oh, what can I say? I think it gets a bit boring in truth. It gets a little bit boring. Um, so for me to um, ideally design a lifestyle around some values uh, that I believe in, I reflect and I'm proud of the, the past, but I certainly don't want that to be a governing factor to what I attract in my new life. And, and what I will um, ask and follow up is, I guess, how you maintained some of that individualism and character, you know, towards the end of your football career. And we will touch on that. But um, I think the very pertinent points at the moment are around GPT. Mm. So on that, can you tell us a bit about the whole philosophy around the business? It's not your standard personal training setup. Um, Personal training, as most people know it, is pretty stock standard. Uh, pay a PT X amount of dollars for an hour. They flog you, you go home, done. And you might have a few beers on the weekend, eat a whole pizza, and then you repeat the process again with your PT and try and feel better about yourself. How, 
how does what you do mm. sort of sit outside of that? Yeah, yeah, too, Monty, mate. There's a, in truth, there, we look at sort of the training fitness industry and it can be quite vain. It can, it can be sort of viewed as uh, very outside in. What I mean by that is there's a lot of programs out there that go, let's lose 10 kilos, hit a goal weight in 10 weeks. Great. That's, uh, you look at that and that's pretty superficial. Mm. And do we all want to look good and feel good and have a rotten body and have amazing energy and be in an abundant lifestyle? Of course we do. But for me, uh, personally, I look at the fitness and health industry as the inside out. What does that mean? It's born on the back of my experiences in that life, in that past life of footy, where I had a real bad case of chronic fatigue. I looked to alternative means. Um, organic food, um, looked at sort of mindfulness or meditation. Jeez, I even um, belted an African drum a djembe in the Stirling Hills to just get away from it, to unplug from the day-to-day -day grind of what was seen somewhat boring, not boring, that's harsh. It's a, great, it's a great lifestyle at times, but it has its drawbacks. That chronic fatigue period, when looking at it alternative ways, I looked at the certified organic food, I did, jeez, I won't, I won't go there, but uh, no, 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 I won't go there. I just looked at everything from A to Z, mate. So after two or three, what, two or three months, I had a couple of teammates say, Mass, what, what are you doing? And respected guys, well, one of those things that I was doing was just looking at not only organic food, but immune fuel. The immune system needs X amount of minerals, vitamins per day to function at its peak. Anyway, the next thing is these teammates of mine, well respected, were having consultations to um, one of the mentors, that, that a nutritional advocate that I obviously came across searching for alternative means. So those learnings, that's an example, I've thought, shit, corporates are time poor, based in the CBD, no brainer. Generally high-end corporates funnel all their energy and time into building a legacy which in turn, and providing a service which in turn, you get rewarded financially. Hmm. There's a neglect there. We were talking about it before about getting up at the crack of dawn, JB getting up at 4 a.m. to have some of your own time, because being a servant leader, you sometimes neglect yourself. So there's a market for corporates who are high-end, deeply stressed, don't have really an outlet to balance hmm. up those areas of life. So it's a balancing lifestyle breaker that my intention is to be a coach, not a trainer. A coach makes a difference off the light square, a trainer makes a difference when they're in front. So my ideal client, high-end corporate, burnt out, needs an outlet, and then he's open to some other advice. So their productivity away from me increases. So where do you start? You, 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 I guess you sit down with someone, you know, before you do anything. Yeah, what, yeah, what does it practically look like? What yeah, you... yeah, yeah. So for me, I, I get myself out of the way. Like, what, what I mean by that, if I'm thinking about me when I'm with, with a client, it's not going to work. So what I mean by that, I ideally want to get inside their minds and in their hearts. That sounds nice. There's a Hallmark card. I sit, <laughs> I sit down and I go, shit, what's their vision? What's their ideal when it comes to their health and fitness slice of their pie. So once I'm clear on that and we're on the same sheet of music, well, I get to work to facilitate and work on the how or the roadmap to get them from A to B. That's as 
essentially overview of, mm. of, of that. So yeah. what sort of questions? Just give us an insight as to some of the questions you might ask. I reckon it gets all complicated. There's so much information out there. For me, it's like the bottom line is what, what do you fucking want? What do you want? That's the starting point. Like, what do you ultimately want? And do they say to be happy or to get, feel like, what are some of the responses? Yeah, so we got a whole range of clients. So here's a starting point. We've got one particular client who's run eight marathons. So he wants to smash his marathon time. Then we've got another client who wants to look amazing at a wedding. There's another client who wants to lose X amount of kilos. There's another client who wants to increase their productivity in their finance. A whole mix. You talk about corporates, but, you know, having watched you over the last 14 months from my office at Tyndall Gas Bentley on Light Square, we see you have all types of clients, um, corporate and otherwise, like really interesting ones, people of all ages. I know you've got, um, you, I think you put a Facebook post up of this person as well and it was really popular. You've got a client with a, on a walking frame, is, mm. is, that, yeah. is that right? Yeah. What, I mean, what type of st work are you doing there? Is it just about getting active and, and yeah, all that yeah, sort of stuff? Yeah, I certainly am not one to bore people with preaching, you need to eat organically, you need to do this, because people tune that out. Mm. If they don't really want something, well, you're wasting your time and therefore you're wasting their time and vice versa. So someone like, and I'll say Teddy, Teddy's obviously got a disability, perfect. What does she want? She just wants to feel what it's like to have her body move. Is she going to be interested in any of the other stuff? No way. So we're not going to waste time there. She just books in for three sessions a week. She cruises over and we just get to work. And it's as simple as that. And she's awesome. She's come consistently. She's an amazing story. People look at her and she's a huge inspiration. She doesn't do it for that. She's like, what, what do you mean I'm inspiring people? Mate, she's massively inspiring. She would have no idea that there's a whole law firm looking at her out of the window yeah. going, far out, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah, spot on. So that's an example. You've got a high-end corporate CEO who's got a team of X amount of people who's got a $2 million organisation, and you've got Teddy who's coming over in her frame. For me, what I love, and part of our values is to be supportive, as long as being authentic and committed. Well, the supportive aspect of Chi is doesn't matter if you're high-end corporate or whether you're on a walker. There's no judgment when it comes to light square. So people can come in and exercise. Movement's the common theme. We've all got a body. We've all got the same in terms of sensory factors. Well, that's the common ground. So for me, exercise and movement breaks down barriers. And I love that because on the back end of what we were saying before, performance industry, that can get a little bit um, egotistical. Whereas I'm at the other end where you just move, you've got that common thread. I don't care who you are. Let's just get on with it and move and achieve what you want. Would it be fair to say that um, rather than forcing these theories and diets and you know concepts down people's throats, you just live and you lead by the way that you live and the way that you interact with them and then hopefully that influence is received by them? Yeah, so coming from a leadership framework point of view, if I'm not congruent or living what I preach, then there's a lack of integrity. So from, the, from a business perspective, this is, not a, this is genuinely just my lifestyle that we offer. There are three parts of the business, in truth, business. There's a move element, which is what you know of. There's a refuel, we run nutritional workshops, my wife does cooking classes. And there's the love aspect, which is about the relationship to yourself and others. And then there's a fourth element called value that you provide others, which obviously you get rewarded financially. So we call it foundational four. The main three aspects I work with is an offering for clients on the back end of my learnings or my experiences, which 
is what your query is on. So that leadership ability, I don't have to have a great memory when it comes to dealing with clients because I live it. And if I'm not living it, then will they trust me? Ultimately, they'll sense something's not quite right. So I'll attract ideal people that represent what I stand for. And then we have a ball because I can get there and I just completely be myself. I don't have to wear a hat at work. I just be this. The thing that strikes me, having known you for a few years um, and in that other life, and I would always never forget Tracy used to bring the soup in on main training day. You, you were really passionate about your food and that for me was a great sign of how authentic and how passionate you were about this stuff. Do you feel like you are you in this business as opposed to maybe you know, putting up some sort of facade when you're in the previous life? Yeah, well the previous life it's about performance so you're always anxious about that. Like, can you be really yourself in an AFL environment? Not really, but in the saying that, can you be yourself in any environment? Well, somewhat. So you do need to have an element of professionalism leave your baggage at the door. But in terms of where I'm at now, personally, um, for most part, I'm majority myself. I'm certainly putting myself out the window and, and being with a client. You've got to. But for most part, definitely JB. Um, yeah. I don't think I answered that very well. No, but, spot on. But, yeah. Um, one of the things which um, always stands out for me is energy and your business is your energy as you've talked about to mm. some degree what happens when you're having a down day mm. what strategies do you implement to get yourself up or not that you have to be up but mm. make sure that you can park your stuff at the door yep. to be of service to your clients yeah, so it's a, it's a cracking question because we all have moods and we all have down days and geez, um, I get that. To get up, I've got, though that move, refuel, love element, I've got systems in truth. I think it's that anal tendency. There's a part of me where I've identified the system to if I've got eight minimum out of 10 energy, I need to do X, Y, and Z. So the move aspect I hit, I've got certain key things that I need to hit. The refuel, I've got my nutritional layout sounds anal for the week um, my, my body weight times three for my water consumption per day I've got my salt in the water um, I've got my high-end antioxidant blah blah that sounds a bit boring but in truth the move refuel love us I'm meditating each morning I've got my own business coach to hold me accountable to those things um, and we we raised that as a point that there was an element where I wasn't taking time for me so she was like hang on so she had a fair point. So my relationships is also with my children as part of that love aspect. I mentioned before briefly relationship to yourself and others. Well, others, I find myself, I'm with my, my two beautiful, amazing girls, and sometimes I'm not fully with them. Mm. So part of one key action for me, and this is, I'm just sharing, info sharing, that to be um, incredibly present with my two girls is one key thing, talking about doing new things in the new year, was one, I, I need to be better as a father um, and that was part of the relationship to others or love. So going back to the query on how do I keep my energy or maintain my energy or more importantly, get myself up when I'm struggling is those key things. If my inputs aren't quite right, water, salt and water, antioxidant, meditation, time for myself, being present, unplugging with my daughters, then my, my energy goes down. Simple yeah. as that. I mean, this is a very broad question, but what does success look like for you then 
business and probably even life as well in the context of ticking those boxes that you've just taken us through? Yeah, wow. So the, the vision, so my vision for myself or from a business perspective? Mate, both, really, yeah. Yeah, so as you mentioned before, it's been a really busy 12 months. So a stepping stone is obviously looking to expand and serve more. Um, and so we've we just um, had a, a potential trainer um, on the square um, for our lunch sessions, just obviously upskilling and learning the ropes. So we're obviously looking to run another semi-private group. That's our next stepping stone. So we're at the first summit of uh, developing a small, authentic community. The next step is obviously developing another um, similar under the one brand with another trainer and really serving more. And ultimately, we're looking to obviously, there's, there's different sites you know, in Adelaide. Um, mm -hmm. And we're to expand on that. I'll leave it at that. Um, because our focus really is to to serve X amount of clients, you know, by twenty seventeen, by the end of twenty seventeen. So that's from a business perspective. But the, those are the three areas that I've touched on. Um, I mean, you mentioned briefly about the Ironman. So the move yeah. part, ideally November this year, we've um, we've got a small community of like-minded men um, who are going to advocate prevention and raise some funds for ladder um, homeless youth, and also stand for what it means to live an epic lifestyle from a man's perspective, including being an amazing father, or attempting to be. Um, and the back end behind that is, in terms of statistics, we've got three blokes in this room, one in two men by the time they're 80 will get cancer. It's a buzzword cancer, one in three women will get cancer by the time they're 80. So my driver is to be an advocate or stand for prevention, there's my, my violin. I have my moment in the sun. Um, really, that's what it's about. So what, why is Chi? What's Chi about? What's your, what does success look like? Is to really stand for what prevention looks like and influence, ideally, client, families, generations. So ideally, there's a legacy where we've got clients who invite their son out. So we have a number of family members out at Chi. That's success for me, where the homestead is influenced, uh, not in a boot camp style, their behaviours shift at home and their, their sons and daughters carry that legacy through. That's it, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How do you check in and go, I'm on track? Hmm, what's my feedback? Yeah, cool, How, what's my KPIs? Yeah. <laughs> Gold. Um, when they, through conversations around seeing, I'm not gonna name any names here, just from professional, sometimes the professionalism kicks in. When um, sons and daughters are invited to sessions, um, when I receive feedback through, um, they see changes in their kids. So that's feedback for me that we're on track, that our vision is, yeah, and we've obviously attracting clients that are really authentic. They're, they're, they're having new experiences. One of, basically, one of, and we're committed to new experiences. So when we see new experiences and clients go, shit, I've got a PB in a marathon, new experience. Uh, one Teddy's in a walk, she can walk without the walker for a mm. period of X amount of minutes, new experience. A CEO sleeping better, unplugging more from work because of his employees driving him bonkers, new experience. That's feedback for me on track. And the commercial aspects, how do you, how do you structure your payments and your packages and do you have different ranges and... I think give us a flavour of yeah, what that looks yeah. like for you. Yeah, yeah, easy. So basically we've got an unlimited package for the week. So members book online and cancel online and they can plug in and plug out of the sessions whenever they want to. So I know that members are there by choice. 
So we've got an online booking system, unlimited sessions. So they've got 20 sessions per week to plug into. And I'm also available for chi coffee catch-ups, not chai. <laughs> good, good, good. There we go. Somewhat sharp. Um, out, outside the session time. So that's involved in that. And obviously the nutritional workshops that we run um, as another service in the cooking classes. And the chi coffee catch-ups around that mentoring and leadership aspect of what we run. And that's when we tap back into that vision. So that sort of package is at a weekly debit of 88 per week, to be really transparent. Mm-hmm. 88 per week in terms of unlimited sessions and, and that offering. Why? I've been an assistant at Step in a Life. Step in a Life had really good volume, really good numbers. Does that work for some? For sure. Then I did one-on-ones. Is that sustainable for some? Not really. There's something in the middle, hence why we have a semi-private group of eight. We attempt to tailor it to a CEO or someone on a walking frame without breaking the bank. Mm-hmm. That's it. Take us, I mean, you touched on it before, but take us back to that shift when you had chronic fatigue. Mm. I guess firstly, was that, had you looked at this alternative side before or was it quite literally, you had this health issue and then yeah. your whole world shifted because of it? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I wasn't looking. I, I was always a bit different. And as JB, so your Bassa, your Scotty Stevens, there's a, yeah, there, there, I was always somewhat not cut from the AFL cloth because um, I wasn't footy mad, I wasn't footy obsessed. Mm. So I was always slightly different. This chronic fatigue diagnosis, or what it was, was adrenal exhaustion, was a kickstarter for me to look into alternative means. So that was 2001 at the end of the season. Bottom line was when. I, I was struggling to sleep, I was really flat. I, you could call it chronic depression, really. I had no mojo, no motivation, and there was a reason why. Um, so I looked into those different types of things from there, mate. So mm. that was the catalyst. But in, And then within a couple of months of some implementing some things, mate, it was, yeah, it was certainly a key shift to going, shit, something's not right, something's out of whack, you gotta change some stuff. How did that, we spoke about this before, Bex, but how did that actually fit in terms of the AFL environment, when you you start looking at these alternatives, um, you know you already said you were different. Um, how did you actually fit in? I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if I can answer that, mate, because I don't really know. I, I, I don't. I mean, were you were you conscious of it, or were um, you conscious of? Was was that sort of alternative? thought, lifestyle, how was that received? I see, see, I think, I, I personally look at now, I'm chatting to one of our potential trainers who has a footy background, and, and we were talking about traditional Chinese medicine at the session, and I made a comment of like, I reckon, I reckon it's rife in the AFL clubs, players looking at alternative means, mm. but when they come to the foreground of being involved in a social scene, mm. they're just not transparent about it. Uh, okay, yeah. So they're a bit cagey about it, so I reckon players are looking for everything to get, mm. to be better, but not quite as open and transparent about it. Mm. So because I had diagnosis, adrenal exhaustion, don't know what you call it, oh, Mass, you okay, what are you doing again? And so it became a little bit more common knowledge and that was like a, oh, you're, you're, yeah, where in truth, they're probably just recognizing that in me because they had that in themselves. Mm. They may have not just been as transparent mm. about it. So it's more around the, the clubs and the, the inability to be comfortable with oneself to communicate that yeah. versus me being different. That, yeah, no, that's, that, that's probably that, that the truth. Perfectly. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what I was trying to get at. And yeah. uh, we, look, we know you've got a shoot off to, um, I'm assuming it's a chi coffee catch up. Um, <laughs> one of the things that strikes me about the corporate world though is that they're actually archaic compared to football in terms of alternative holistic approach. Mm. 
do you find that there is a lot of that and and you know how do the corporates kind of traditionally present yeah yeah like one of the things that staggers me Mm. is that corporates still don't really see the link between moving and Mm. making sure they do in a tick the box sense yep but it's still get into the office, churn out your work, and yep. you're rewarded. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Mate, that, that's, that's perfect, JB. Why that's perfect? Because there's a reason why. why. Why move, refuel, love? That sounds really nice. Well, the reason why it's that particular order, not only from personally developed relationship, because if you, were to inc- if you want an 8 or a 9 out of 10 in terms of getting financially rewarded or in the office space, and your energy is five or six, there's a gap there. Bottom line, I'm okay with basic numbers. There's a 20 or 30% difference. There's a point of difference. So keep trying to get an eight or nine out of result when you've got a five or six level of energy. That leads to frustration. It leads to anxiety. And bottom line, there's an element of depression because frustration is about you turn that inward, which leads to some anger, which is suppressed anger is basically a depressed unit. Mm. So personally, if you want more better result more outcomes in your business well you got to start somewhere you start with your body because that's basically the vehicle or the cause of the effect so if you want to increase production levels or productivity start with moving your body oxygenate your cells simple get fresh oxygen in move your bloodstream detoxify sweat through your pores refuel that and start having some time for you guarantee that sequencing will result in increased productivity in your life. And most of your people's lives are in the office or around the office gaining results. So that's why it's that particular order, mate. Brilliant. Um, look, if, if people do want to book or, or look at more information, can you just give us some of your, and we didn't even get a chance to talk social media and marketing. Mate, I was I'm actually sure we'll, thinking, we'll have you back. We'll yeah, you I was back. actually we'll thinking we should do like a, like a health masterclass on Rooster Radio or something Boom. like that. It'd be Boom. massive. Yeah, it would be, be great. Huge. Um, but look, where, where can we get you? What's, what's the website address and what's some of your uh, Instagram and Facebook handles? Yeah, very, very simple. Thank you, JVs, mate. Nice exit. Well, mate, it's Cheap ET. It's so simple, it's not funny. Well, it kind of is funny, it's that simple. So if you're looking up Cheap ET, you'll find something where it's Instagram and obviously... Um, and that is C-H-I-P-T, not C-H-E-E. Exactly. Have we got a um, website? No. Is more traffic led through social media streams? Yes. Hence why we keep it simple. So cheap ET, that's about it, really. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks, Thanks, mate. Thanks, James. Brilliant. Thanks for tuning in to the Rooster Radio Podcast, hosted by Trax Leadership's James Begley and Apiro Consulting's Andrew Montesi.